This collection consists of the reading of William Burkett's expository notes with practical observations on the New Testament of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The subtitle states, wherein the sacred text is at large recited, the sense explained, and the instructive example of the blessed Jesus and his holy apostles to our imitation recommended. The whole designed to encourage the reading of the scripture in private families and to render the daily perusal of them profitable and delightful. By William Burkett, M.A., late vicar and lecturer of Dedham in Sussex, 1650-1703. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Burkett notes, The Holy Bible contains the whole revelation of the will of God to the children of men. This sacred book is usually divided into the Old and New Testament. The Old Testament contains the Law and the Prophets. The writings of the New Testament are either histories or epistles. The histories are the four Gospels and the Acts of the Apostles. The four Gospels were written by the four evangelists whose names they bear, of whom St. Matthew and St. John were eyewitnesses of what they wrote, but St. Mark and St. Luke had what they wrote from the relation of others. This Gospel before us, of St. Matthew, contains a history of the birth, life, miracles, death, and resurrection of the Holy Jesus, all of which are the most stupendous and amazing matters and mysteries, as well as the most necessary truth to be known and believed in the world. And this chapter before us contains the genealogy or pedigree of our Savior Jesus Christ, as he was man, unto verse 17, and then relates the facts of his wonderful incarnation to the end of the chapter. Chapter 1 Verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Burkett notes, that is, the descent of Jesus Christ, who was, according to the flesh, the son of David and the son of Abraham, is on this wise, and his genealogy from Abraham down to his reputed father was thus. Here note that our evangelist, designing to write a narrative of her Savior's life, begins with his pedigree and genealogy, and shows whom he descended from, namely, from David and Abraham, where observe, one, that David is the name before Abraham, because he being a king and an illustrious type of the Messiah, the Jews expected, and do to this day expect, that the son of David should reign over them, and that they should enjoy a temporal kingdom by him. Observe, two, the names given to our blessed Savior, Jesus, and Christ. Jesus is his Hebrew name and signifies a Savior. Christ is his Greek name and signifies anointed. From whence, some do infer an imitation and encouragement that both Hebrews and Greeks, both Jews and Gentiles, may alike come unto Christ for life and salvation, he being the common Savior of both, according to that of St. John, Epistle 1, chapter 2, verse 2. He is the propitiation of our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Verses 2-4 through Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Pharees and Zara of Thamar, and Pharees begat Estram, and Estram begat Aram, and Aram begat Amenadad, and Amenadad begat Nathan, and Nathan begat Solomon. Burkett notes, both the evangelists, St. Matthew and St. Luke, make mention of our Savior's pedigree, 
the former by his reputed father's side, the latter by his mother's side. The design of both was to present us with a general draft of our Lord's pedigree and descent, and not to be strict and accurate in enumerating every individual person. This should teach us not to be over-curious in scanning the parts of this genealogy, much less capriciously to object against it. For if the evangelists were not critical and exact in composing this genealogy, why should we show ourselves so in examining it? Rather, let us attend to the design of the Holy Ghost in writing of it, which was twofold. First, for the honor of our Savior as man, showing who were his noble and royal progenitors according to the flesh. Secondly, for the confirmation of our faith, touching the reality of our Redeemer's incarnation. The scripture making mention of all his progenitors, from the first man, Adam, to his reputed father, Joseph, will not suffer us to doubt either of the truth of his human nature or of the certainty of his being the promised Messiah. Learn hence that the wisdom of God hath taken all necessary care and used all needful means for the satisfying the minds of all unprejudiced persons touching the reality of Christ's human nature and the certainty of his being the promised Messiah. For both these ends is our Savior's genealogy and descent recorded in the Holy Scriptures. Verses 5-17 through 17. And Solomon begot Boaz of Rachab, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begot Roboam, and Roboam begot Abia, and Abia begot Asa, and Asa begot Josephat, and Josephat begot Joram, and Joram begot Ozias, and Ozias begot Jotham, and Jotham begot Achaz, and Achaz begot Ezekiel, and Ezekiel begot Manassas, and Manassas begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josias, and Josias begot Jaconias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jechianus begot Salathel, and Salathel begot Zorobabel, and Zorobabel begot Abidu, and Abidu begot Alakium, and Alakium begot Azor, and Azor begot Sadak, and Sadak begot Achim, and Achim begot Iliad, and Iliad begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot Matin, and Matin begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. Burkett notes, observe, here are several women mentioned in our Savior's genealogy and all, or most of them, have a brand of infamy upon them. Thamar was one, with whom her father-in-law Judah committed incest. Rachab is called a harlot. Ruth came of Moab, whom Lot begot of his own daughter. And Bethesda, the wife of Uriah, was one with whom David had committed adultery. Now the wisdom of God has thought it fit to leave all this upon the record for several ends and purposes. 1 to denote the freeness of God's grace, which extends itself in the saving effect and benefit of it to them that are most unworthy and ill-deserving. 2. To encourage the greatest sinners to go unto Christ by faith and seek to be ingrafted into him. For as Christ, by the power of his Godhead, 
to purify our nature from all the pollution of our ancestors, so he can, by the power of his grace and spirit, sanctify our persons and natures, how foul and impure soever they either are or have been. 3. Our Lord hereby gives us to understand that he came to save the most notorious sinners, as well as those whose lives have been left scandalous. 4. This is recorded for the support of such as are illegitimate and base-born. How vile soever their parents' sin has rendered them in the eyes of men, it is their own sin only which exposes them to the contempt in the sight of God. It is not illegitimacy, but unregeneracy, that makes us objects of God's wrath.